It's been just over a year since the U.S. Supreme Court handed down the decision on the landmark case, South Dakota versus Wayfair. That ruling says that states can impose the obligation to collect and remit sales taxes on certain companies, even if they lack a physical presence in the state. This has had a ripple effect on business around the country, namely with how they're handling compliance and adjusting their tax compliance and planning strategy. In many IT departments, they're looking at tools and technologies to help them smooth the way for this new tax landscape. Hi, everybody. This is Jim Malone, Senior Content Director with IDG. And in this episode of Tax Technology Today, we'll discuss technology's role in optimizing the tax process, specifically when it comes to compliance, planning, and audit defense. I'm joined for this session by Mike Bernard, Mike's the Chief Tax Officer, Transaction Taxes for Vertex, Inc. Welcome, Mike. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Jim, for having me on the program. Mike, let's start with talking about tax compliance. How do you recommend businesses work with IT for help with updating and automating this process? Sure. So, Jim, I think one thing that's important to understand is that compliance is really kind of the bedrock of what tax departments do. So compliance has to, when we when we speak of compliance, we're talking really of filing tax returns with tax organizations, departments of revenues. And so that information has to be accurate and has to be timely. And I think where IT really kind of plays two key roles is one is just in their technical abilities. What I mean by that is they actually know the ERP systems. They often know the tools that are being used within the finance environment and within the tax department. And so they actually are able to partner very well with the tax department in terms of producing accurate reports and timely reports. So from a technical standpoint, they're just indispensable for that. I also think that what we see a lot in our business is that the IT group also has the funding for actually purchasing the tools and updating the ERP systems. So it's really essential that tax departments work closely with IT departments in that area because actually... They can help tax departments evaluate the kind of technologies that they're going to deploy. And this is actually crucial in terms of their compliance functions. And then lastly, I think one of the things that they can do is once the compliance and everything is kind of done, they're very good at running exception reports, maybe places where the reporting wasn't so accurate. And that can be used to not only file amended returns, but it also can sometimes be used in setting tax reserves for financial statement purposes. So a number of things in which IT departments are especially great at partnering with tax departments. Mike, let's turn from compliance and look at tax planning. That's another area where organizations are really looking to technology, to IT for support. What are your recommendations there? I think one of the places, just in terms of the technology that can be used, is machine learning. It's true today that uh, most companies have a digital presence. And so what they're doing is they're onboarding new products or services, and they're also onboarding them in new geographies. All of that requires proper tax categorization. So something that's taxable in one jurisdiction may be exempt in another. And so what you can do is you can use something like machine learning, which looks at all the products and services. It could be anything from what the service is to maybe what it contains, and then actually make a tax determination around that. And so IT departments can use that kind of technology to really assist the tax departments to actually properly categorize those products, put them into the tax engine, and make sure that the tax calculation is actually accurate. And so from that standpoint, that's 
a particularly good way for them to work together. The other thing, too, is it also, from a tax planning perspective, there's a thing called the, the catalog. And the catalog actually is where all of these products and services reside. So you want to make sure that your tax categorization of all the products and services in your catalog is properly done. And so there can be also reviews that are done periodically to make sure that those that those are updated. And so from that standpoint, I think they can certainly work together very well. Uh, Mike, how can improper onboarding impact a business? Well, one of the things, as we talked about earlier, Jim, was that proper categorization is is absolutely key and necessary. So one of the things that has to be done is if you think about the invoice itself, which contains really kind of just essential information from the sales order system. So you have everything from the name of the person to where the product's being sold to the SKUs. The tax piece on there is actually 100% key because if the tax is done improperly, it creates both a cash flow and a customer satisfaction issue. And what I mean by that is a lot of times what we see is that the invoice is improper. And what I mean by improper is the actual tax calculation. Then the customer actually won't pay. So now it becomes a cash flow issue and also becomes an issue for the company who has sold that product to actually have to rework the invoice and that takes time. And obviously the customer satisfaction issue comes in where those types of invoices have not been done properly. And so now it, it hurts kind of be a customer satisfaction issue or it becomes a customer satisfaction issue. So a proper invoice is really kind of an important piece of all of this. We also see this a lot of times too, when companies have to, when they buy other companies and sales tax has not been done properly, so a lot of times you'll have to use what's called a voluntary disclosure agreement in order to pay the proper amount of tax to kind of get on board with the Department of Revenues to make sure you, you've been um, to be compliant. And IT actually can be very helpful in that area of running reports, exceptions reports along that line. Okay, let's turn to everyone's favorite topic, that is audits, or in this case, audit defense. What does this really mean and how can technology help? I think one thing that we always think about in the tax world, Jim, is we always think of audit-ready returns. And what we mean by that is that the return's been filed timely, that the calculations are proper, but also most importantly, that all of that data that backs up that return has actually been done properly and is easily accessible. And one of the things I think that you see today more than any place in the transaction tax space versus the income tax space is that many of the audits that are done by Department of Revenues are actually done what are called desk audits. In other words, you'll drop a file down and they actually physically won't come to the office, but you'll drop a, a file down. They'll actually do some statistical sampling and then actually audit all that information. And one of the things is that information has to be available quickly. It has to be clean and it has to be tied back into original sales order system. So IT can actually help you with all of that because if the environment is well-structured, if it's clean, if they properly store the information, then the audit goes much more smoothly. And I can tell you this also that the place where auditors mostly look for at the beginning isn't really on the sales tax that's been collected, but they really look at the exemptions that were taken or credits or any other adjustments outside of what was actually collected that's where auditors start. So they really look at the exceptions. 
And if you're partnering well with your IT department, you'll actually have all that documentation to actually support those exemptions and those credits. Now, before we run out of time, Mike, what are some key takeaways for listeners today, especially when it comes to evaluating technology for the areas that you've done so well laying out today? I think there's a couple lessons. I think, first of all, one of the things is that you should partner with your IT department when it comes to funding. Most of the funding or a lot of the funding today for tools and for ERP system add-ons is actually comes out of the, the IT department. So you definitely want to use them as a great resource for funding. I think, secondly, IT departments are exceptionally good at laying out roadmaps, and they know exactly where the additions to ERP systems and how to update those and eventual tools that are eventually that are very productive. They have very good technologists who can evaluate those things and really add to the tax technology environment. And then lastly, I think there's just an ongoing partnership that if it's well laid out and it's tight and it's collegial, that both tax and the technology folks can work together to actually provide these great environments that uh, not just serve the company, but also serve their customers as well. And with that, we're at the end of our time for this episode. I want to give a big thanks to Mike Bernard with Vertex Inc. for your insights and expertise. Mike, thanks so much for being with us. Thanks so much for having me here today, Jim. Now, for our listeners, before we go, you can check out vertexinc.com for more information about tax automation technologies. And you can find this podcast series, Tax Technology Today, on cio.com slash podcasts, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And for IDG and Vertex, this is Jim Malone saying thanks for listening. This podcast is produced by IDG Communications Incorporated in association with its sponsor, Vertex.